celebrating six years of telling New York's stories. From the Tommy Lynn stage at the Urban Dove Charter School in Brooklyn, New York, broadcasting across the nation and around the world, this is the update with Brandon Julian. A three-time winner of the Kingsborough Community College Gold Student Service Award. It's everything that you need to know because anything can happen in New York. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Thursday, February 8th. The year is 2024. I'm Brandon Julian with a news update here now, the news. Members of the Guardian Angels, they roughed up a man that they misidentified as a migrant during a live interview on Fox News on Tuesday night. The altercation came as the Guardian Angels founder were speaking to Sean Hannity from Times Square. Members of the Guardian Angels could be seen pushing a man to the ground and putting him in a headlock following a disturbance off screen. A police spokesperson says that the man was a resident of the Bronx, despite the group's leader claiming that he was a migrant shoplifter. The man was not charged with shoplifting, but was issued a summons for disorderly conduct after trying to interrupt the broadcast and causing, quote, public alarm on the sidewalk. In the midst of it all, the president, uh, President Biden, was zipping through a trio of Tony fundraisers in Manhattan. The president was raising cash, confounding traffic, and framing this upcoming election in November as, quote, not about me, but rather stopping GOP frontrunner Donald Trump. Blocks of interlocking bicycle racks cleared the roads for Biden's motorcade in solidly Democratic New York. And at each event, Biden kept the focus squarely on his likely GOP opponent. Biden told donors, quote, there is one existential threat, and it's Donald Trump. Biden got in some people watching during, a vi- during his visit as well. When he spotted Robert De Niro among the attendees at his third event, Biden stopped and said, you're really here. And then he moved on. Out west in Buffalo, a man can move forward now with his lawsuit against the police there who ticketed him for shouting at an officer to turn on his headlights. An appeals court last week reversed a ruling by a federal district judge there who had dismissed the case. The lawsuit was brought by a civil rights attorney. He says that the police retaliated against him by issuing a noise citation after he shouted an expletive to a passing vehicle that was driving in the dark without headlights. R. Anthony Rupp III says that he didn't know at the time that the police vehicle that the vehicle was a police SUV. A judge who presided over the trial that resulted in that $83 million award to writer E. Jean Carroll for her defamation claims against the former president says that rejecting his lawyer's mid-trial mistrial request, try saying that three times fast, uh, was not a close call. 
Federal Judge Lewis Kaplan issued an opinion yesterday explaining why he swiftly rejected Trump attorney Alina Habas' request for the mistrial, which she made in front of the jury, as Carroll testified. Habba claimed surprise after Carroll testified that she deleted some death threat emails. But the judge said that Habba had known for over a year that Carroll had deleted some of those emails. Over across the border in Hartford in Connecticut, Governor Ned Lamont there has given an upbeat assessment of the state and its finances. He countered calls from some of his fellow Democrats to raise taxes on the wealthy so more money can be spent on higher education and social services, as well as to help people struggling to make ends meet. The uh, Democrat yesterday, uh, the opening day of the 2024 legislative session, lauded the fact that the two-year, $51 billion budget that was passed last year on a bipartisan vote, quote, is still in the black, unlike other states. But the opening day uh, activities were interrupted by dozens of pro-Palestinian protesters. New York Community Bancorp is trying to reassure investors that it's financially sound a day after the bank's credit rating got downgraded to, quote, junk. Shares of NYCB recovered from steep losses earlier in the day to close with a gain of about 7%, but the stock is still down more sharply over the past week. One week earlier, the bank had reported significant losses on some commercial real estate loans, and indicated that it was struggling to digest last year's purchase of Signature Bank. NYCB's newly appointed executive chairman told investors that the bank had more than enough liquidity to cover deposits and would sell off assets or refinance its balance sheet to meet the market demands if it was needed. Henry Timms, he is quitting now as the president of the Lincoln Center of the Performing Arts after five years. The 47-year-old announced his resignation as, the, as of the summer to become the CEO of the advisory firm The Brunswick Group. It took over Lincoln Center in May of 2019, becoming its sixth leader in five and a half years. Under Tim's Lincoln Center and the New York Philharmonic completed a over half a billion dollar renovation of David Geffen Hall, which reopened in October of 2022. The center de-emphasized classical music and the programming of the events it produced in favor of other genres. And we all know, finally, that schools are confronting soaring absence rates. Some are even calling for parents to send their children to class even if they don't feel it 100%. During the pandemic, of course, schools urge parents and children to stay home at any sign of illness. Now that the COVID emergency has ended, guidance on when to keep children home is varying widely. The American Academy of Pediatrics is recommending staying home with fever, vomiting, or diarrhea when students are, quote, not well enough to participate in class. But many districts, they go far beyond that, delineating a dizzying array of symptoms, they say, should rule out attendance. We have some important messages to tell you from uh, the MTA, and the Knicks are continuing to roll 
uh, despite the loss now of Jalen Brunson. We'll check that in sports in just a moment when the update on Thursday continues. Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can, making sure they're safe and comfortable. But it's just as important that you take some time for yourself. At AARP, we can help with information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenges of caring for a loved one. Because the better care you take of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. You're there for them. We're here for you. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org caregiving. That's aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Brandon Julian. I don't know, folks, if you've had this same thought as me, if you've ever graduated high school. But have you ever scrolled on your social media and you see the announcements of the people that you went to school with and you hear those pregnancy announcements and you look at them, the person, and you're like, they got pregnant? Like, no. <laughs> this, is, this isn't right. I can't possibly be. And that's not to be mean in any sense of the word, but really, there are people you come across, you just look at them, and you're like, how? How could that possibly have happened to them? It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why he's talking like this. This is the update with Brandon Julian. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for Traffic and Weather Together. Through the first half of 2024, F trains will run on the E line at all times in both directions between Rockefeller Center and Jackson Heights Roosevelt Avenue because of track replacement along the 63rd Street line. On weekdays, M trains will not run between Rockefeller Center and Forest Hill 71st Avenue. Trains will run between 57th Street on the F line and Metropolitan Avenue. A special F shuttle train will run every 20 minutes between Lexington Avenue, 63rd Street, and 21st Street, Queensbridge, stopping at Roosevelt Island. The shuttle train will not run overnight. Free shuttle buses will run between 21st Street, Queensbridge, and Queens Plaza on days and evenings, and between Roosevelt Island 21st Street, Queensbridge, and Queens Plaza overnight. Through early 2024, 
Manhattan-bound 7 trains are skipping 111th Street and 82nd Street Jackson Heights because of station improvements. For nearby service, use a Flushing-bound 7 train or use the Q32 or Q48 buses on days and evenings along Roosevelt Avenue. Through the summer of 2024, Manhattan-bound J and Z trains are skipping 75th Street, Elders Lane, and Woodhaven Boulevard because of station improvements. For nearby service, use the Q56 bus making stops along Jamaica Avenue. The New York City Police Department would like to remind you to keep your belongings in sight and to stay aware of your surroundings. If you see something suspicious in the station or on the train, tell a police officer or an MTA employee. MTA crews are here to help us get around. Let's treat them with respect. Assaulting a New York City Transit employee is a felony, punishable by up to seven years in prison. The fare on local, limited, and select bus service is $2.90, with the exception of the BX-18A, BX-18B, B-60, M-116, Q-4, Q4 Limited, S46, and S96 Limited until March 30th. Transfers on all other lines must be requested upon payment of the cash fare. For the S79 Select Bus Service, pay your fare on board the bus. For all other Select Bus Service routes, pay at the kiosk outside and hold your ticket for the duration of your trip. The fare on express buses is $7. Coins are not accepted as a payment on express buses. Now, with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. Checking sports, uh, Knicks and the Memphis Grizzlies going at it at the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden. Jalen Brunson, he had 27 with 8 assists before he left with an apparent ankle injury. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo at 32, and the Knicks held on for a 123-113 win over the shorthanded Grizzlies. Isaiah Hardenstein at 17 with 8 boards, and Precious Achiwa scored 17. As the Knicks shot nearly 56% and won for the 10th time in their last 11 games. Seven Grizzlies players scored in double figures, led by Vincent, Vince William Jr. his 19 points. Gigi Jackson had 16, and David Roddy chipped in 15 for Mensis, who have now lost six in a row. The return of Kyrie Irving to Barclays Center as the Nets took on the Mavericks. Uh, he scored, Irving, 36, in a dazzling return, exactly one year to the day after he was traded to Dallas. He led the Mavs to a 119-107 win. 
Luka Doncic had 35 points, 18 boards, 9 assists as the Mavs guard to tandem. The Mavs guard tandem took turns hitting some deep three-pointers in the second half when the Nets were trying to make the game competitive. Doncic, he just missed his 10th triple-double of the year. Irving was booed when he touched the ball in the early going, but ultimately got some cheers for his fancy drives to the basket and his deep three-pointers. To the ice we go over at the Rock in Newark. Uh, Devils in the Avalanche going at it. John Marino scored the go-ahead goal late in the third, and Vitek Venek made 35 saves as the Devils beat the Avalanche 5-3. to after the Avalanche tied the contest with two quick goals early in the third period, Marino put Jersey ahead for good. Jesper Bratt, Dawson Mercer, Chris Tierney, and Eric Halla also scored for Jersey, which had lost two in a row. Trailing 3-1 to one with just over eight minutes into the third, Colorado defenseman Kyle Macker and Samuel Girard scored 29 seconds apart to tie the game. Uh, Miko Ratanen also scored for Colorado. And in off-season baseball news, uh, the Mets and Jake Diekman have finalized a one-year, $4 million contract that includes a club option. The Mets hold a $4 million option for next year that becomes guaranteed if the left-handed reliever pitches in at least 58 games this year. The sides agreed to the terms last week, subject, of course, to a successful physical. 37-year-old Deepman went 0-2 with a 3.34 ERA and 63 relief appearances for the White Sox and the Rays last season. He's also pitched for the uh, Phillies, the Texas Rangers, the Diamondbacks, the Royals, the Athletics, and the Red Sox. Uh, to open a roster spot for Deepman, right-hander Austin Adams was designated for the thrills of uh, the thrills of the camping. I don't think I've talked about that, but recently I went to a Camelback. I'll talk about that when the update of Brandon Julian on a Thursday continues. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. And it's the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local. I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Where has the time gone? I really hope that I didn't write that line. Well, maybe I actually did. Time continues to move forward, of course, but it's always nice to look back on the past 
It helps us grow as people. Plus, you know, you always have those moments where you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that from way back when. (laughs) Well, that's what we have for you on the update every weekend. And in our new series where I look back at my favorite episodes from throughout the many years of this program. I've always said over the years that my producers, they love an excuse to have a party. Every weekend, we're going to go into the update vault and play you some episodes from throughout the many years of this program. And in my new special series, where I look back at my favorite episodes from throughout the many years of this show, once a month, I'll play a select episode from that list. I have a whole list of favorite episodes, and we'll play that for you. It's a big party, of course, and you and your friends are all invited. And if you don't know we're having a big party, you will, after you hear this soundbite, declaring that we are having a big party. So, every weekend, we'll go look out for the update vaults, play some of our episodes for the many years of this show. And of course, also, once a month, look out for the list of my favorite episodes from throughout the years. Keep listening, of course, folks, because it'll be a party that you personally will never forget. Unless you can't uh, remember that party from, you know, the night before. (laughs) Now, of course, the update of Brandon Julian will be right back after these messages. And uh, isn't this exciting, folks? Wow. Oh, don't laugh. Good open notice, but some of you didn't. But uh, that actually is pretty darn good. My producers are getting better. Last year, for a surprise, they left me a 4th of July wiener. I uh, found it on the inside of the couch. All right, it is my duty now to send you back to the remainder of this program. So go. Go there now. Welcome back on a Thursday to the update, folks. You know, recently, um, that I went camping, kind of, sort of. We had a day trip I did for my job at Camelback Resort to go snow tubing. Um, I think I've told you guys this before in the midst of camping. Um, like, like I'm a person that love. I'm a person that loves. The great. I'm a person that loves the great outdoors, and I've learned over the years that uh, my partner Tommy is um, indoorsy. <laughs> but honestly, there are places, there are people that honestly you can't convince them to go camping. You know, it's like, hey, you want to spend a couple of your vacation days sleeping on the ground outside? Um, no. What if I get to tell you you get to crap in a cabin? I still wouldn't want to go. And then you'll wake up freezing, covered in a rash. Well, all right, I'll go. (laughs) I've told this before. My job, my job has a tradition of camping. But like I've also said, if you think about it, really, camping was a tradition for everybody until we come up with, until we came up with the house. My parents never took me camping. You want to know why? Because you want to know why? Because they loved me. Like, really, I'm surprised we can even get people to go camping. 
you know, they say it'll get you closer to nature. I personally want to keep the relationship professional. You know, if it's so good outside, why are all the bugs trying to get into my cabin? But anyway, that's probably, that's for next month when uh, <laughs> uh, in early April when we go camping again for my job. That's going to be fun. Anyway, back to Camelback. Um, we went snow tubing last week. And, uh, well, I told my boss, yeah, I'll go. Because <laughs> she was saying, you know, you got to try it at least once or I'm going to stop inviting you to these things. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, fine. I'll try it and I'll go. Um, I... I'll say this. There were two trails. One is the slow, the s slower hill, and then one is like the expert hill, and you get like a little sticker or something if you know you complete it. I remember um, taking the ride up because you have to ride on this little. Um, <laughs> forget it already. It's essentially is like a little escalator. All the way up to the top, and then you choose if you want to go to the easier hill or the harder hill. To fulfill my requirement of going once, I uh, I went down the slower hill, and I remember I was uh, terrified the entire time going down that hill. <laughs> I remember calling out to um, to my boss who was riding up the es up that little escalator to go up there, like I'm telling you, this is my one time. So we have actual witness representation. And uh, I went once, and that's it. I said I would go once. I held up my end of the bargain. Um, one of the employees there was so nice. They let me sit in this like little snow tube that you sit in while and I could just watch everybody going up and down the hill. That's really nice of them. <laughs> but, hey, I tried it once, which means I get, you know, get to do it better for next time and speaking of a uh, next time it's going to be the you know it's going to be um tomorrow there, there we go <laughs> enjoy the warm weather while it lasts i will say this in the words of course of roger grimsby and bill uh, i'm sorry there's a whole spiel i need to say and that's not part of it well it is but it's not in the right order I'll let you guys ponder on this, as we say in the words of Walter Cronkite. That's the way it is. Thursday, February the 8th, 2024. That is the update on a, um, there we go, on a Thursday. <laughs> and uh, in the words, of course, of Roger Grimsby and Bill Butel, hopefully that your news, folks, it will be good news. I thank you very much for joining me. Good luck, be safe, and most importantly, Please be well. Enjoy the warm weather while it's here. The snow is uh, not that far away. Winter hasn't officially given up yet. For the update reporting from New York, I'm Brandon Julian. See you tomorrow.